I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Hey girls, welcome back to It Girls Podcast, this is Jenny. This is Lindsay. And we want to say, first of all, thank you so much to everyone who came to our show at Vicar Street. Obviously last week, The Nature of the Pod, we didn't, we just wanted to talk about that topic. Um, but we did want to shout out to everyone who made like Galentine's weekend such an incredible experience for us it was so much bloody fun at like 2,000 people I'm shook that we were able to get 2,000 people over the weekend into Vicker Street screaming their freaking fannies off it yeah. was such again it just I always the energy is there and now it's turned into the ultimate girls night mm-hmm. so much fun such a good energy and we're dancing away and going to yeah. do more hopefully soon. So thank you everyone who came. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, anyone who was lucky enough to catch us in Vicker Street at, in uh, the other weekend, that's probably our last Vicker Street for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> the big shows, I mean, they are just, we always want to concentrate on quality, obviously. And we only obviously did one in uh, November. So we want to nurture some content that takes a while, you know, to write the shows. We want to come back with a bang at the second half of the year. So yeah, um, we'll hopefully be announcing some other live pods, some other smaller events or other type of events over the next year. Uh, but keep your eyes peeled, obviously, on the podcast, social, our website always has info on it. But yeah, I mean, thank you so much for making that such a special weekend. That was so it special. Was just mental because we were so nervous to do two days in Vicar Street because it's like a big statement uh, to make, I think, especially two days after each other. It's very like intense, but you guys just... I didn't even feel tired the second I still oh, no. st- stepped on stage. Beforehand, we were like, uh, I was like pounding double espressos on the Saturday. <laughs> but then the minute I got on stage, I was like, oh, I'm grand. Because you guys' energy is just so infectious. Yeah, it is. It really is. But yeah, we're excited to, um, we have a few ideas up our mm. sleeve for smaller kind of shows. Um, so we're excited for that. Because we're just going to, this is the year to kind of try out new things. We did big shows last year. We did our little tour last year. But we want to try out new things and just kind of, hone our craft if you will girls that's it so um, so yeah yeah thank you thanks for your questions as well oh my god popped yeah. in the box that was really fun that and was a really fun questions. element it was all just such a deadly element getting you gals involved is always like the light of my life if I'm honest um so this week we are going to be talking through the difficulty of being happy for your friends yeah so kind of from last week's podcast where we spoke about the tragedy and then we see you know the be kind hashtag being coming out and all of that kind of stuff and I do think it's kind of coming of age especially when you're coming into your 30s you have to deal with seeing your friends you know move on up in the world whether it's their relationships or their careers and sometimes if you're not kind of on the ladder with them it can be kind of like isolating mm. and you can feel like you're just celebrating your friends accomplishments and you're if you're not kind of also accomplishing things it can feel kind of lonely so and I think like it's it's definitely something you only not only experience but you've experienced like quite a high volume of when you're coming into your later 20s because when you think about it like if you're in secondary school everyone's on the same page in secondary school you're all doing the leaving search so you all have like the same things to kind of celebrate or be nervous about and then yeah when you're coming into your early 20s, you're all in, mostly the t- of the time you're in college or maybe you're starting out in the workforce. So you're all kind of on like a similar playing field. But after like, you know, people take such different uh, routes after college or whatever. Uh, like, I don't know if you go to college or if you just start working, it, it, it's such a different route. But by the time you find yourself 26, 27, 
you're all kind of on different levels and it starts to become more and more apparent like the closer you edge to 30 I find I found that like I mean because I'm just turned 30 obviously and like, like looking back on it when we just decided to do this episode last night I was kind of looking back on it and I'm like god it really was like those three years kind of of 27 to 30 where all of a sudden you're like oh wait what you're ba- you're buying a house you're moving out yeah. you're you're engaged like it was and it all seems secret that's mm. what I find really fucking hard edging closer to 30 I was like one day we're all in an after sesh freaking <laughs> looking for a sig and then the next day we're like oh Neve bought a house yeah what yeah you didn't like how did you do that like there was no like it seems so quick like yeah. and secret like it's kind of like you're all saving your freaking images or something you know the way it's and like I, I also uh? find that it's so like say you know your friend Neve who buys a house so there's always one friend who does it really early and you're kind of just brushes you'd brush them off as like oh they just have their shit together blah 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 mm. or like she doesn't really and no wonder she's never out or she's just always been that way there's always one friend who just has their shit together yeah. everyone knows that one girl and you can all bond as a friend yeah group. but then it's weird when all of a sudden you're like I mean I noticed it with driving where it was like there's always one person who learned how to drive when they were 16 milling around yeah. the car and you're like random you know how to drive so crazy and then all of a sudden it's like 21 like this person has how to drive and that person you're like oh, crazy all of a sudden you're looking around there's no one else to bond with like, I know <laughs> you're the only weirdo who doesn't drive and like you're out of the driving yeah. conversation and they're like so uh, he'll drive and you're like let me I know I still don't know how and your friends like what's happened to me in the last couple of years with the driving thing it's like my friends will almost mother me about it being like you must get driving honestly I used to be like you and now I don't know myself I wouldn't I'd be lost without my car I'm like <laughs> okay mammy it just gives you such an inferiority I know complex. and I'm just like I don't know how and the thoughts of taking on the freaking like I haven't even bloody begun. At least you've got your provisional vibe going. Yeah, like yeah. I haven't done <laughs> provisional vibe. I haven't done one thing. The I, best thing about that provisional license is how good the pictures are. That will get you in that office. Oh really? I swear to God, some of the best lighting in Dublin. Shut up! They should open a selfie room. <laughs> Let me show you. I have mine here now. RIP to my first provisional license. It was so hot. Like, I mean, it was literal Victoria's Secret model level. This one's also hot. Um, sorry, my, my nails are getting in the way. I'm just sweating. I'm so excited about my gorgeous oh, picture. Cute. Look at that picture. Oh, that is cute, yeah. Like, I mean... For, Lips very plump. For a license pick, though. Mm, you very know what I mean? cute. I mean, I was really sad that, though, that, like, I couldn't keep my old one because that one was, like... You know, when you just get a picture, you're like, can I have that for my Insta, please? Yeah. Or DLS or whatever. Oh, NDLS. What's NDLS? No idea. So the driving thing, that is one of the things that really separates the kind of doers to the like yeah. slackers. Do you know? But I can always be happy for my friend when they get their driving license oh, because it, it means I can yeah. profit off it. I know. I'm like, yay, we can drive. Like since my sister has the car, um, motherfucker. No, but it, the worst thing for me and you was Fiona fucking bopping around in that car. It has inspired me. Not that I've done anything about it, but Sarah, my other sister, she's now doing her thing next month, her little provisional vibe, whatever the fuck you have to do. I oh, don't is she? Know. Yeah. So I think... Okay, we all have to drive this year. No, I do. And do you know what? Evan gets on my ass so much about driving. It's actually insane. He doesn't and drive. I know. And he does this thing. So like we were we were on the um, the dart the other day into town. And I was like, I can't remember what the fuck I was shouting on about. And he was like, he's like, oh yeah, yeah. I think I was like, yay, we are getting paid from Vicar Street this week or some bollocks like that. Yeah. And then he was like, Danley, so um, I'm happy to match whatever you put in for a car. And I was like, oh, interesting. That's what me and Jimmy were thinking <laughs> But I well. wanted to punch him. I was like, how dare you tell me how to spend my money? <laughs> and then he was, like, money, he was like, okay, then we'll get a couch. I'm like. Or I'll get some fucking vintage Levi's jeans. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll get some skincare. Yeah. Or I'll get some more homeware for the apartment that I've moved into and have beautifully arranged in your house and all your friends keep complimenting me about how much of a nice job I've done. <laughs> and then like I got a big hope about it. And then he was like, I'm just saying that I'll match your money. We'll, then we'll have a car. And I'm like, Oh God, if you drive, then I have to fucking drive. This I is know. the thing. Because me and Jimmy were thinking that as well. Like, it does make sense. I mean, because if you have oh. a car, then at least you'll fucking drive. Because my whole thing with it's driving so, was that like... Why have also not found fellas who can drive? I mean, are we the only women because in no Ireland? no fucking drives, right? This is one of my things. You know when you hang out with people who are like either younger than you or the same age and mm-hmm. you're like, why do I feel like a baby? <laughs> Breastfeed me, please. Like, I'm a baby. <laughs> I was... Um, I brought when I first had got Stella and like it was one of her first walks mm. and Luna was dying for me to collect her in school with the dog so she could like yeah. show off with the dog 
And of course, get down to the school and it starts bucketing it down. And I was like, oh, fuck. The dog was like, what the hell is that? I was like, <coughs> and it wouldn't walk. And I was like, oh, God, I couldn't get on the bus with it because I'm too mortified. Because a couple of times I've tried to get on the bus with the dog. They're like, no, dog's making a show out of me. Sorry, Dublin bus need to cop on. The dart are like chill as fuck. I know, dogs. you're allowed to have them on and the also, freaking dart. And also, the more you have them on the bus, like the more they'll get used to being on. Because like, Al gets on the dart pretty much every day with Evan. Yeah, she does. And... She, literally he said he got her on a Sunday and in Monday morning he was she was on the dart with him so she's like so she's used to it yeah. she just sits in a bag and like literally goes you know this weird thing they kind of just like zone out and they're like Whoa. yeah they do that because when I bring her on the bus she's just like it's not like she's like wandering the en- I think it's around the, the engine bus. or something the engine mm. just makes him be like Ugh. Yeah, she's just, and they're also kind of freaked, so they just want to be on How to be you. Happy or whatever. for your fucking dog. Huh? How to be happy for your fucking dog? Yeah. So I was in, at the school, and of course Rosie Connolly's there <laughs> with her husband, and she's like, "Lindsay, Lindsay, the come most on, together we'll give you a woman in, in the world." She's like, "Come on, come on, I'll give you a lift home because I'm here drowned with this fucking mutt in my hand." <laughs> and we pile me and Luna, and like we pile back into her deadly fucking Barbie car, like it's one of those like Audis with. Like a fucking deadly looking sports white car. I was like, oh, your car is so cool. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I know when I get a car, it's a fucking micro, babes. I know, I know. And I'm basically sat in the freaking height, like in the baby chair. <laughs> and I'm just like, why am I such a fucking teenager? Still a teenager. Like Rosie Connolly's younger than me. And she's like... And I'm here like, yeah, I'm actually going to start driving myself soon. Like, no, I'm not. Hoping to get the provisional. Just to fucking kind of, yeah, get out of the way. Some, throw something in the air. I know. Um, so, what, um, I think something that like a lot of people would struggle with for being happy for their friends lies very much so in relationships <clears throat> and dating, shall we say. Keep it looser. Because I don't think it has to be like exact relationships. And that's something that like, again, into your later 20s can come evident. Because like when you're usually... I have found when you're early 20s, everyone's kind of single or single-ish. It's very rare. Like There might be one girl in your group who's like in a long-term relationship. Mm. But like, even then, your relationship is probably kind of sashy. You know what I mean? Because you're like yeah. young. Or they're and, still living at home and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but when you come into your later years, it can be tough when like, even if you are in a relationship, like say what we went through kind of last year. Like I was in a relationship mm-hmm. and you had br- uh, were single and it's like it can be hard to like for both sides of the coin I think to kind of relate to each other in a way because you're like yeah. it's like especially when I got into a new relationship it can kind of throw this spanner in the works you it know just what I mean? felt very because like I mean this is why I wanted to do this episode because mm. I now from being back in a relationship kind of saw the two sides so yeah. I'm kind of like dare I say woke to the situation <laughs> but um it can feel like it's all well and good sharing successes but it's very hard to do so when you feel like you're not getting like any success Mm -hmm. at all Mm -hmm. so I think I found that like with my friend group last year where I was like out here dating you know like trying to get that d or whatever and it wasn't working and I was kind of constantly being flung back and like it knocks your confidence and all that and then my friend group were all pretty either settled in relationships or like yourself you got out of one and got back into one and I was kind of like this is like so random that the world is throwing everyone else this like society norm like societal norm of like being in a relationship in a partnership but I'm not getting I'm not getting that thrown at me Mm -hmm. and it can feel really like isolating because I know the possibilities now especially from being back in my relationship and deciding to like continue that it's like when you're in a relationship in your early 30s or late 20s it offers you so many more possibilities like in regards to you know thinking about driving like it's so much easier to think about driving if you and your partner share a car and same with like a house Mm. or an apartment with rent or saving for a mortgage like those things are so much more doable and even like small things like holidays yeah like I know it's such a frivolous like small thing but like say for example if I was single and all of you were in relationships I'm probably like I'm probably not gonna get a holiday because I'm like you're all gonna yeah. go away with your fellas I didn't get a holiday last exactly. year because I was single and so I went away with Evan Fiona went away with Connor and then uh Sarah and Harold weren't together anymore but like she went away with Connor and thing you know that way yeah, so yeah. it was and like she was planning yeah you know she kind of had to do a last minute thing but she totally. was planning to go away with her partner or whatever yeah yeah so it's just kind of like yeah, your options are very limited. Whereas totally. in like the start of your 20s, you know, you would have had more like single friends 
and then be able to either like house share together or you know yeah. go on holidays together so there was more kind of like so I definitely found like you're more you're lonelier mm. um when you're single in your early 30s or later 20s oh yeah which for sure. is just like and it's you're at the brunch table and you're talking about your friends relationships and they're moaning about their fellas and you're just like I, I and you can feel I remember I remember my sister saying this um, when another friend of mine who was single was kind of talking about something and I think it was the thing that she was bringing up it was a problem that she had in life or whatever that she was kind of bringing up often and I think my sister was getting a bit tired of it she was kind of like oh like I mean I'm not your kind you know I'm not mm. the person that you can just always talk to about this and like offload too yeah my friend was like yeah but you have Connor to do that too I don't have I think like single girls definitely lean on their friend they need their friends a lot more than their friends who are in relationships mm. because like and I think if you've been in a relationship for many years of course it's normal to you so you don't see it as a kind of luxury or as a you know you're just like I remember like Fiona and my sisters who had been in relationships were kind of like I don't get it like and I was like because you have it do you know the way it's of course, which yeah. is understandable as well because if you've been going out with someone for like five years it's just a norm in your life to have someone there yeah and it's hard to imagine that not being the case do you know the mm-hmm, way mm-hmm. and you can pretend to imagine being like oh I'd be fine being single and you're like you wouldn't you wouldn't survive or, mm. you know the way mm. so I think it's a weird one because like you have to it's a weird one as the single girl to try and maneuver Wait, what do you mean like being happy for your friends just kind of the different like the understanding you know the way like and it's so I think it's hard to be happy when you don't get it you know the way it's hard for the girl in the relationship to understand that your single friend doesn't like that your single friend may need you more or you know whatever like that and then it's hard for the single girl to understand that like it's not a competition yeah you know it's not like she won because she's in a relationship it's mm. not like she's not shoving it in your face or whatever it's just how the cookie crumbles you know and I think it like it's a lot of these situations usually obviously they, they're very individual and they depend on what the other person is looking for I think like what you're talking about there definitely is more specific to like a single girl who wants to be in a relationship you know that way because mm. I've also been in situations where like I've had a single friend who's just like happily single and it's not it doesn't really bother them as much because mm. obviously like if something is being like you know put in your face for want of a better term of it you know like your friend <coughs> with a fella if that's being kind of like pushed onto you um obviously innocently you know that way by mm-hmm. your friend just having a boyfriend or the boyfriend coming around all the time or them talking about them that like it always it holds up a mirror to like insecurities that you have as in like you're like oh shit I would love that and then like that can feel really uncomfortable for a single person to be like oh I hate that I want what you have and then it can build this kind of not even jealousy because it's not like directly to your friend but like it kind of builds a tension in a friendship sometimes I think you know that way because I think Mm. a lot of the time what it is is like I see a lot of single girls being like they don't even like I don't think they can sometimes admit that the reason that they might be uncomfortable around their friend with a boyfriend or not really happy say if we're going to like stick to the kind of topic of the pod like say your friend gets like this new fella especially I see it when there was two girls who were like single together yeah and then one girl gets like a boyfriend and it's going great the other friend can be like don't like him don't really like no don't trust him don't like him and Mm. I think sometimes that can be obviously not all the time but sometimes that can be because they just like it's holding up what they want and they don't want to admit that they're like fuck I would love that because that's vulnerability you Mm. know that way it's actually quite vulnerable to be like I'm really like and you were vulnerable to me when that when I was in that situation you know you never put up the thing of like don't like Evan or like you know there was never that but I do see that happening in a lot of girls and I think it's it's better to be kind of more self-aware sometimes and kind of be like right so why is this bothering me so much or why am I like going on about like this guy's like don't like him don't trust him don't think he's right now and she's gonna dump him and she's gonna he's gonna cheat in her you know that way and yeah. they can't just be like oh you're seeing a new guy cool you know that mm. way so I think sometimes it can be because when you resist something that's actually showing like holding a mirror up to your own life and you're kind of like oh fuck I would like I'm a bit not even jealous because it's not like this like seething jealousy you're just kind of like oh like fuck. I think as well though if if it is a situation of you and your gal pal, we're mm. both single together and dating and getting fuckboyed, like think about us 
when we kind of first met we were both totally. single and like not getting d at all like oh literally getting zero attention we were like and not for lack of trying like we were trying <laughs> like trying so we were like d repellents oh my god like, I don't know how we didn't go les. I know. (laughs) But like, we were close, I think, at one point. (laughs) But I think then when, so if you're in that kind of war zone of dating with your friend, and then one of the girls, like one of you actually does successfully get a guy that's not freaking ghosting your ass. Mm. And I, I remember like, just being so dubious of, because all I knew from dating was that it was so bad. Yeah. So I was like, not that I was distrustful of Evan at all. No, this is not, not this is all. just hyper what's the word? Hypothetical. Yeah. Um, but it you can be a bit like nervy of your friends kind yeah. of being like jumping into this relationship and yeah. it being this big thing because your, your experience reality is, so is like every guy's a fucking cheater, this, yeah. that, he's not you know, and, and then you can like put it onto yourself because then when your friend gets like into this relationship that's seemingly really healthy or the guy's not ghosting them and all that kind of mm. stuff you're you, like I think then it can like heighten more insecurities that you're like oh my god it's me you know what I mean yeah, you can yeah be yeah. like oh hold on it's not that all guys are bad it's just that all guys ghost me and yes. all guys treat me like shit and like that can also be like you know and it's and you that's know, something underst- you don't want to no, like and but that's, understandably that's where your mind can go because that's if you're, where my mind yeah because if, like, if you're already kind of knocked down a few pegs and your your confidence isn't there where it used to be say of course like you know you have a kind of niggling insecurity about it anyway you're kind of like why is this happening to me and then your friend is like yeah i met a guy we're actually moving in next week you're like and that's what? the isolation because like how can you when you feel like it's just you mm. how can you relate to others do you know the way like because one day you're all in the train being like fuck boys fuck them all do you know the way yeah. and then you're like looking at your friend group and you're like how come you're not getting that treatment mm. yeah it's so frustrating and there's no answer to it as well it's not yeah. like you can be on your next date being like hi could you just not ghost me by any chance is <laughs> yeah. there any yeah, chance like you can do anything I'll else pay you to hang just, out with me for three months yeah, the ghosting I can't deal with I know um so when you're like I think when you grow older what you see a lot in our kind of age group as well is like now I've I've seen it pop up a lot I'm like whoa people are getting married in this bitch oh really like I've seen it from a few Have co- you? I, I've, I've seen it from like stalking a few people I went to school with oh um not so much in my friend group but I'm like like I'll go on someone's random Facebook and I'm like, oh, they're casually married two years. Yeah. And that's, again, it's like the driving thing. I'm like, there's always one person who gets married really early. Lindsay. <laughs> hey, girl. Peace out. But you know what I mean? And that's always like, ah, yeah, okay. Random. Yeah. So it's she not, got married randomly yeah. early, whatever. So it's not comparative. But then, yeah. and then it's like another person gets engaged. And then another, maybe the engagement falls through. But then all of a sudden you're like 30 something and you're looking back and you're like, oh my God. That's mental. And then you're like, am I the sore thumb out? Not that I'm like in any way like, I should be thinking of marriage, but you're kind of like, am I like the alternative girl? It's like, yeah. Because like, you know, the way you're like, everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's being like just normal and living with their boyfriend or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're all being traditional now. Oh, okay. I know the marriage (laughs) thing is weird. Not my close friend group. One of my friends, actually, no, a couple did get married now. One of my friends got married in Ireland. So that was the one that I kind of like. You know, I was around. Yeah. But then my other kind of friends who'd moved after college mm. and stuff and bopped over to Canada and they got married. So it's kind of not, I wasn't as like... Involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marriage doesn't bother me at all because I kind of feel like if you're living with someone, you're basically married. It True. doesn't really make a difference. You I know? think it's just the show though. Do you know what I mean? That's where I think women find it hard to... And you can see the kind of jealousy not jealousy because it's such a harsh word but like the comparative element of it seeping in because I see you see it a lot in like um girls that you're like they're all grand bopping along you know living their life and then it's like their friend gets engaged and it's not so much like I think like this could be seen as really sexist but like women we do love attention and like you know what I mean so then your friend gets engaged and it's not that you hate that you're engaged it's just like the show that goes along I mean, with I it I can't fucking believe it still exists that's <laughs> what I find bizarre about weddings yeah. because they remind me of like the birthday bitch it's like <laughs> I'll just get fucking married why does it have to be why do we all have to talk about the placement that's Literally, gonna be at the table me and Evan were watching that show Love is Blind over the weekend and like they were at the bit where they were like talking about the wedding and all this kind of shit and Evan was just saying like he was like I fucking hate weddings because I guess he's been to so many f- mm. photographing them when he started out <clears throat> he was just like and it's so true he was like and every bitch who thinks that they have um a, an original idea he's like 
it's been done. You always think you have some original kooky idea. It's like, it's been done a million times. I just find it so mad that society has given women this excuse <laughs> to be fucking so, like, narcissistic <laughs> for a year or two. Oh, like, God, that's the worst thing. They're so expensive and they have to save up for, and it's like, the fucking engagement party. And then it's like, the worst thing about the friend element is it's like, oh, now I'm expected to like fork out all this money. What? So, because fucking Brendan decided to pop the fucking question. And pretend to give a shit. Like, <sighs> I had a friend who was engaged, fell through, but I mean, every other week in the WhatsApp group was like, girls thinking about this. She was, it was going to be, she had booked <sighs> the date two years Oh, you have in to advance. though. That's the most annoying part about it. Cause but it all like, I could see was, yeah. hold on, we're, Talking about this now, is this going to be the conversation for oh, yeah. two fucking years? It is. It is two years. And of I'm conversation. like, just wanted to be like, bitch, no one cares. We all have our own shit. Why? <laughs> Weddings are, are just this like drawback of attention for yeah. women. It's like, like when I was moving in with Evan to literally be texting you every day, being like, I'm thinking of this for the corner. Yeah. I'm thinking of this plant for the other Got corner. Got these new knobs for the dresser. What do you think, girls? <laughs> yeah. Or should I go for the duck yeah. egg blue? Yeah. It's like, You're what? Like, I mean, this is your life, girl. I know. And weddings is so like this false perception of, come on, we're all in it together. It's and the no, bridesmaids are like, no, please don't make I me know. organize this shit show. It's just so annoying. And then like, that's the worst thing that they have these waiting lists for like venues in Ireland. So like they have to do it two years in advance. Mm. And then you've got like an engagement party where I all sort of fork out a load of money. I remember when I was like working in Benefit, I was younger and my friend Kim she's a couple of years older than me but she was at the age I guess she was I can't remember how I don't know what the difference in our age is but I remember like all of her friends were getting married and I was so foreign to me I must have been like 25, 26 and she was just like I was like oh my god how fun you get to go to a wedding this weekend like that sounds so good and she was like she was gosh from Derry she's like I fucking hate them she was like it's so fucking annoying she's like every single fucking bank holiday of this year is taken up at weddings because they, they all have them on bank holiday so they can have a three day fucking wedding She's like, not only do I have to do, she was do, talking with a, a hen actually. I was like, that sounds so much fun. She's like, if I have to do one more cocktail making masterclass. No. She was like, I worked as a fucking waitress for years. I know how to make cocktails. She's like, if I have to do another one of those fucking annoying things. And then like, she's like, I have to go down to the hen. That's a, like a whole weekend away. And there's these big, like I oh. remember. And then, she, then there's the wedding. She goes, then I have to, I have to not only like book a fucking room in your fucking stupid hotel I have to buy a new outfit figure out how to get down there and I have to give you a hundred euro a head when I'm in there which is also again the secrecy like it goes back to this random (laughs) secrecy thing like I remember my first wedding I was like my friend was like you know you have to put a hundred euro in the car I was in the card I was like what I I was gonna buy them a fucking thing for the kitchen she's like no no that's old news oh yeah it is old news now it's all I can't buy a blender no 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 you have to just give money in the card I was like it's like a grown-up communion. But it's, it's so like, weird. The weird thing is, is like marriage, like when it started, and I'm not endorsing this, but like the way when marriage started was that like the, what wasn't it like the dad or the, the husband would pay the dad, basically like pay for the wife. Okay. It's like now we're just paying <laughs> the guests. So, you know, like marriage yeah. was invented to like pass on land and all that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a romantic concept. It's all about actually, to be honest, like it's when you really look at it it's like a lot about it is the ownership of women and kind of like having women as like this kind of money element to be like now you own the land and I'll pay you to take my daughter and here's some money and a dowry and all that kind of bullshit mm-hmm. that's how it was started um, but now it's like is this what Michael used to be like this is why I'm not into marriage yeah but I mean it is true <laughs> yeah um, but we uh, now it's like we just invite our friends and they all have to pay us t- for us to get married it's like thank you for paying for my wedding I know and it has to equate like it's so freaking and I ridiculous. heard someone talk, over talk about it once and they were like now I could get married here and if I got the 100 euro ahead I'd actually end up making a profit but no. it, like I swear to god people do it like fucking slyly now where they're like how can I make a profit for my wedding and like oh I mean but then it's like such a rip off it's just a crazy but like let's talk about like the I think how to be happy because yeah. I think that's why we wanted to do this because when your friend is Putting themselves in this position of like where you need to as a friend, <laughs> if you're a great friend, you need to be celebrating them, you need to be going to the party, the engagement yeah. party, you need to be like talking about the wedding and interested. And it's like, you want to be a good friend, but you're also just like, it's just this continuous celebration really of your life. Well, it can just be really self-indulgent at some point. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. As well. It's reminiscent of that, um, sorry, of that episode of Sex and City when Carrie is going to her friends. Um, it's like, I know, christening for the kids or something like mm-hmm. that. And she takes off her shoes and like, she can't fight her Manola Blahniks and she's like oh um, I don't know and then Carrie's like I've celebrated you through your marriage through your birth of your kids your first house I'm just a single girl and I'm getting no celebrations do you know the way mm-hmm. like where's my celebration it all kind of conflates with like kids you need a fella marriage fella gaff usually need a fella yeah so realistically if you're single you just don't get celebrated do yeah. you know yeah yeah especially so, in personal life kind of things I think like where a lot of single gals can kind of um, be celebrated is in their career sometimes and that's also a new kind of with careerism at the moment mm-hmm. and like financial successes like I mean of course as you said like most people do need in this uh, market at the moment we do need like fellas to even like think of renting a place a lot of yeah. the time um, unless you've got some deal you know that way yeah, but, um, or a deadly friend that you would yeah have. exactly which is also rare because then it's always the thing of like if me and my friends start fighting uh, yeah they can move out or if they've got a fella they can be like i'm moving in my lad because yeah. it's like it's living with a, a girlfriend like you never hear of like two women who are like just single buying a house together i know and why <laughs> well because i guess the i whole, guess it's just the, the whole, expectancy of always i mean i guess it's just like you probably want to have a partner at some point and then what do you do one of you gets a partner and then what you sell the house now the other person wants to live in the house you know so if you're going to buy a house someone you can't have the option to leave being a which constant is, threat which is random because in relationships there's divorce there's breakups so it's not like moving in with a fella obviously the hope is that you'll stay together forever and all that kind of yeah. stuff but still like it's allowed for you to break up but it's just it's just I not guess done with friends it's you know just an extra element though because you could always you know break up as friends but then there's the whole thing of like if you start seeing someone either the guy's moving into your house like say me and you bought a house when we were single, yeah. right and we were like woohoo woohoo yay this is perfect this is amazing we're gonna be friends forever and we were friends but then like you met jimmy and it was like okay he's in the house all the time is mm. he gonna start paying rent do i want him living in my house yeah the, you know what i mean the mood changes it's just an, another element in and that's a thing in female friendships that like when the lad enters it does change your friendship in, to an extent mm-hmm. and it, it definitely depends on whether you're single or not um but let's talk a bit about maybe like the kind of other life things other than relationships that can be hard to deal with and hard to be happy for your mates for because it is a reality and I think a lot of people don't want to talk about it it sounds like we're just having a big moan but like these are things that we're told we have to be so happy for our friends for and you have to have this unquestionable you are happy there's nothing in you that can get pissed off or a bit like uh, about it you're the bitch if that happens but it's human nature I think there is a human nature comparative element where you're like you know, I remember it in my work for ages, like you're just, it wasn't so much with my friends. I remember when I started off working, <clears throat> I was working in like whatever marketing and all that kind of bollocks. And I was like making fuck all money for the first, like, I mean, easily three years. Mm. And like at the start, everyone was making fuck all money. You know what I mean? Like I could kind of see my like <clears throat> other people, like when I went to New York, we were all interning and doing like a half kind of job on the side. So we're all kind of making fuck off. Yeah, then, so you're all down with having like pot noodle for yeah. dinner kind of thing. And then like the year when we all came back or whatever, you know, two, three years out of college, everyone's kind of like starting off in the workforce. So they're probably not making much. And then all of a sudden it was like, boom, like all of a sudden I could see people updating their LinkedIn. It was like marketing director. And I was like, oh, I'm still like a fucking social media assistant. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that can be like dick measuring. It's literally like being like, well, I'm, and you can feel so inferior because you're like, we had the same starting point. 
yeah. to an extent. You know, that way, you know, we all went to the same college, say so, and we all have pretty much the same degree. We all have a bachelor's of arts, you know, mm-hmm. that way. And then you're like, how the fuck have you gotten to this point of like, and then you see their life just tumble right like it's just like like they've got a really nice apartment they're living a really nice life they're having brunches they're traveling they're, traveling, they're, they're yeah. doing this and you're literally still like i wonder when i'll be making you know enough to fucking give my mom 200 euro a month. Yeah, like that's yeah. literally your reality you know that and way. there's just and it can just feel like how what moves did you make that got that yeah, because i'm it's secrecy tr- i'm out here trying yeah. like i'm get in the job I'm making the friends and work I'm you know being nice to my boss but how did you get that what yeah. the fuck are you doing it's and it just it doesn't make sense sometimes and you can just feel really isolated and you can make you feel really embarrassed as well mm. you know that way because then you meet these people and they're like and what are you up to and you're like oh I'm on my third internship and you're like what are you, what are you up to they're like I'm the director of finance and uh, human relations in Dropbox I and know like, you're like what? oh and you're they're like, like and where are you living whereabouts I actually just bought a place in East Wall myself you're yeah. like um I'm saving for a mortgage so I'm at home they're like oh where are you thinking of buying you're like, you're like mm. um East Wall as well <laughs> just yeah grand how much was yours actually they're yeah like, Oh, um, yeah, no, it kind of, it's a silent auction kind of vibe. It is mm. mad. And like, I don't know, it, 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 I remember that being such a like fucking kick in the balls, to be honest. I thought, there was just one point where I was looking around and there was all these people. And, you know, you kind of latch onto this one friend. You're like, you're still doing a shit job. We're both yeah, still doing yeah. a shit job. And then all of a sudden they're like, got off the job of my dreams. 50k. You're like. Or they get a fella that's mm. fucking loaded. Literally. Oh, that's the That's most the worst annoying. when they're just like, yeah, no, he kind of wants me to move just to three days work because you're my way. Just yeah, nothing like, compared to he's his. He's really encouraging me to take up my painting and he's just financially able to support me. I know. And you're, you're like, like, you fucking Go arse. fuck yourself. <laughs> they're like, be happy for me. You're like. Oh. So like, I've noticed in the past couple of years that being happy for your friends is not something that kind of is a natural inclination like you actually have to really push yourself to be happy for your friends and especially I think like if your friend is going through something or if you're both going through something it can be kind of topical and a binding moment in your friendship for like helping your friends through things yeah do you know like I find like when your friend is a bit more needy sometimes you can be closer because like you're on the phone you're chatting you're like helping them through whatever and then when they're doing better and they're in a better place and they're not really needing you as much or not needing your advice you can feel a bit like missing that closeness Mm. and then the friend can take it as oh she just wants me to be sad all the time she's not she's not celebrating my happiness it's a weird thing I've noticed that with a lot of my friends where like when they're going through things there's like there's kind of in the friend group there's like the friend that you lean on who is like the helper the Mm -hmm. kind of counsellor friend and then there's the friend who's really great when like you're succeeding and she's your kind of like cheerleader friend mm-hmm. but not always are they the same person yeah do you know? yeah 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 and I've noticed that like it's great having your friends being happy and successful but a lot of the time with that especially in terms of career and relationships as well you're not getting as much time with them because when your mm. friend is maybe a bit more like you know lonely she always wants to hang or if her career isn't going that well she has way more free time so it's kind of like you want to be happy for them but also it's like they're being pulled away from you into this like land of success or something well their life is moving on to an extent and like Mm. that's just I think it's an unfortunate reality do you know what I mean I don't think it's like you know we've all had friends that are kind of friends of circumstance like say you're both unemployed or you're both like interning so you've loads of time and like friends of circumstance aren't anything lesser than an actual friend you know what I mean like I don't think they're like a lesser thing but it's like you can just be friends of circumstance with someone and then when someone's life changes like they get a job they get a boyfriend or something happens in their life like they move you know what I mean sometimes yeah. just friends of circumstance can be someone that just lives down the road from you and you're like oh we're always around so we're gonna hang out yeah and then something happens like they get an apartment or they get a boyfriend or they get like this really busy job because that's an element that like you know I think it can be I can understandably can be hard for people to understand but like when you are getting like raises and jobs and all that kind of stuff I remember when I my job before I did this podcast full-time was like really time consuming and intense and it was a senior job and like a lot it was hard for a lot of people to kind of understand that you know they were like let's just meet up on Friday I'm like I'm exhausted 
Like you know yeah. what I mean And like, they would see that As rejection or whatever Yeah or they could say Like you never want to hang out anymore And you're like I don't know Because like literally I've just worked Like a 65 hour week Or something where I just I would, want silence Yeah On a Friday And yeah. I just want to go home And like my weekend Doesn't really start till Saturday You know what I mean And then you can find That your friends That's when you, you're, you have a boyfriend To see on yeah. the Saturday So you're like Your your wife life can just Kind of go into Like robotic clockwork You know that mm-hmm. way Where you're like This is what I do And like you know it can be really hard to relate to your friends sometimes and so like with those great successes sometimes do just come like also pain in the ass things that like your life just isn't what it used to be and that can be a hard pill to swallow I think when you are one of the friends who does have a very busy job and your other friends don't and I remember like a few people I knew in work and stuff all their friends kind of seem to have similar status jobs or like they'd all be kind of busy or whatever else but uh, I found in my group of friends like we were all very different it wasn't that like I had the most senior job but like we all had different levels of busyness and like I had the podcast as well so it was just like not really possible for me to see people who'd be like do you want to go for lunch on Sunday I'm like mm. I, I would have recorded the podcast Friday night see my fella Saturday on Sunday I'm like like I just don't want to fucking do anything and you know that is a weird it's, it's a hard pill to swallow that sometimes your friendships can just be circumstantial and that and there's no guarantee on that no. like do you know like when you were hanging when you maybe like you know say back in the day when mm-hmm. we were you were in college I was just floating around with me kid mm. we had loads of time there was no so like much. you know you didn't have to go to college you weren't being paid for it you know the way <laughs> like, barely ever did. Went. and um you know but like we hung out say all the time yeah but that wasn't in, on paper, you know? So, like, yeah. it's like, and then, when, then when one of us gets a job or whatever, it's not like I'm like, you know, you can't be like, what happened to our six-day-a-week hang time? Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. But it's just this weird, like, unspoken kind of ag- agreement. Do you think it's like, I think it must be very societal. Like, I wonder how much, like, I always think of it in, like, terms of my parents' generation. Like, I wonder if they were as comparative because I think like yeah. we, I think our generation and like not even just ours like the kind of anyone from 20-ish up now you know that way up to 35-ish I'd say that whole generation are very comparative I think and, it's social media oh yeah there's a huge level because like yeah because it's basically social media gives you a platform to brag on a platform to brag on <laughs> and a platform to like you were saying you were having a look at your like old friends yeah, from school yeah, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be able to do that without the use of social media so true like you wouldn't you, be able to see hear, what Carol's doing yeah you might hear like word of mouth but like, yeah. oh, she got married you're like oh no way but it's something about like seeing the like say for example it was like this girl that I used to be really good friends in school Simona I just went on her Facebook the other day because I think a group of my old friends from school came to our show and I was kind of like mm. then I went on Facebook you know and you're just like oh yeah Facebook's a great place to look at people from secondary school yeah and I went on her thing and I remember I had heard she got married but it was like so different seeing all the pictures of her wedding I was like oh my god she's a full-ass grown-ass adult it's so weird like, like I was in full-on married bitch it is the visual it yeah. is literally seeing what either could <laughs> have been yours you if you know, took yeah. those certain roads like my I bumped into one of my mum's friends this you know one of those people that you see like 30 times a week <laughs> I'll be in town hey Al in Malahide hey Al you know I see him and um his daughter moved to Texas she, I know them from the church his daughter moved to Texas got say, very married church move yeah very church move she moved over met this Christian guy they got married and um you know he's like she has kids and all this kind of stuff she's my I think she's a year older than me mm-hmm. and here he is on the whatsapp being like wait till you see how she just bought search and search and search and whatsapp is like he's not able to use the phone <laughs> I'm like I, don't, I really don't want to see this massive house I really yeah. I can't take this I'm I, in a I, charity I, shop uh, yeah, I cannot see your daughter's ranch right now <laughs> yeah and then he got it up and he was like look at that brilliant there's their pool I was like oh wow <laughs> Now I feel like shit. Thanks, Mel. Bye. Non-consensual bragging. I know. Non-consensual flex right now. And like I was in, then in my other friend's house and I remember growing up because we went to school together. I remember growing up and being in like her family home and yeah. stuff like that. And I was like mind blown because I'm like, I think I said it to her. I was like, do you not find it so fucking mental that your house is bigger than your mum's? <laughs> that is mad. I never thought do of that. Do you not feel bad that your mum's in your <laughs> little feel, house and you're in this swap. grand mansion? Do you not feel very guilty she was like uh uh what are you saying I'm like maybe you should like no no I wasn't actually (laughs) saying that but like it's such a mad flex like yeah that is mad I never thought of that my house is bigger than my mom's no it isn't (laughs) I don't think I could handle that I do think with me anyway and I don't know if you're similar but like in terms of career and becoming busier 
with like Ikals and stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a sense of guilt around the female working. Like, I know that Jimmy doesn't have any guilt from working. Do you know the way? Like, as in like having to cancel fr- uh, plans or not being able to do this with your friends or whatever. But I do feel sometimes a little bit guiltier on my other friends who maybe don't have their career going right now. Okay. And if I'm like, if they're like, what are you doing this day? And I'm like, oh, I'm kind of working all day. Especially when you're self-employed and it's not like you don't yeah. have the the big man to freaking excuse. Yeah, like, they're like, oh. but you don't have to. You're like, mm, no, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's no, work. Like, if anything, I actually have to more. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't get paid anyway. You don't have anyone to pass the blame yeah, on. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, fucking yeah. Owen is making me come in on a Saturday, the dickhead. <laughs> me. You're like, Jenny's yeah, for <laughs> Jenny's such a bitch, she always makes me work. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I do feel like females have maybe a bit more of a guilt thing around I think that could success. Al- I think it could also be because... These are maybe your first years of having a bit more responsibility around your career because I yeah. did feel that when I started working, mm, maybe. Um, like the first with the, f- the first few years of working, it was kind of easy to balance the social and all that kind of stuff. But then as work, like that is the thing, you know, you can compare yourself to your friends and be like, "Well, I'm and I making forty grand a year and thirty five grand a year," and then all of a sudden you get the job that makes that money, and you're like. Oh yeah, I forgot it's way more fucking work to make that much yeah. money. Which, duh. But you just don't think about that. that you don't before. think about it. You're just like money. And yeah, then you I get want it. money. You get it, and you're like, ooh, why do I have all this extra responsibility? Especially when if you're just like a voyeur from Facebook and stuff, yeah. you're not seeing them like going oh. to work on the Saturday afternoon. You're just seeing totally. the bit, all the shit they get from it. Exactly. You see their fucking two weeks holidays in Bali. Yeah. Um. But and yeah, I remember that as well. Like it was like, I still wanted to kind of. you still kind of want to bring yourself not down it's such a bad phrase but like you want to like be able to relate to your friends on the same level but then again you kind of have to bring it to yourself that like maybe we kind of can't and what do you think about that in terms of I was listening to a podcast um with Charmed and Reed Mm -hmm. who I love and she's like really great for like career inspiration and stuff like that and she was saying that like she quite like she's quite harsh with kind of moving on past say friends or people in her life who don't really serve her in a sense Mm. of being like do you think you can grow out of your friends is what I'm asking oh yeah I think you can unfortunately because there's a time where like it's just like it's almost like they're pulling you back because like you're here up on this ladder whether it's with your relationships your home buying or your career or traveling and if they're kind of if you can feel because sometimes you can feel a bit guilty kind mm. of going back to the, to the friends and they're like what are you up to and you're like oh I kind of just did that big show and I'm it's, getting opportunities I think it's like not even that like they bring you they pull you back it's just like the level of relatability isn't there anymore mm. like you know if because I worked in like the corporate world or whatever <clears throat> and because you know now we're doing our own thing like I find like I can most of my friends who have some form of like career going or like passion even you know they don't doesn't have to be a job like even if it's music or something you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I can always kind of like talk to them and relate to them they'll be able to relate where I'm like oh I put on this show they're like whoa that's you know they can understand that there's a lot of work that goes into that but there would have been some friends that I had that like it just means that our, our conversations are so less meaningful because I'm like I put on a show in Vicar Street say and they're like cool and you're like okay what are you up to and then like they're trying to talk to me about something that they've done and I'm like what is that you know the way we both aren't really acknowledging the importance of each other's like lives because it's just not relatable to me anymore and I'm not relatable to you anymore you know Mm -hmm. what I mean it's not that one is better than the other but it's just Mm -hmm. that like we don't have that kind of middle ground to relate to and talk to and kind of have this shared experience and like I think that's what when you're growing out of your friends it can be a really hard pill to swallow again because you're just like it's not that I don't like you and it's not that I think Mm. that I'm better or you're but it's just like our lives are just kind of fork in the road and that's kind of I was talking about circumstantial friends as well like circumstantial friends can go on for years and it goes back to the kind of like amount of time like because you can say have spent a lot more time with a certain friend Mm. that then you're growing out of and it's not that you don't want to be friends with them but you maybe just need to see them only a few times a year instead of the kind of constant because like well that's the hard thing it's like it's it's so hard for friends because you're like once you go female friends should I specify yeah. as especially once you go to a certain level of friendship it's so hard to peel it back 
obviously because you don't want to have this big conversation like look I mean my life has just moved on like that's horrible thing to kind of have like yeah. that but you also kind of owe them a conversation in a way too because they're like why aren't we hanging out as much and you're like oh. yeah and you, you know, don't and it's just a, it's a kind of and especially now that we're in this comparative and like we can visually see everything that's going on in our friends and acquaintances life I think the true key to happiness is to very much like be so focused on what your goals are for your little community of life. Do you Mm. know the way instead of because you can get sometimes like you were saying, you can be looking on Facebook and seeing so and so succeeding really well. And you're like, oh, I want that. And then when you see the amount of work that it takes to obtain that Mm -hmm. like wealth or whatever that they have, you're like, oh, no, this isn't for me. (laughs) I fucking am not the kind of person who wants to work 24 7 to like maintain this like lavish lifestyle I'm kind of actually more chill with having a more modest lifestyle but I have to accept that do you know the way like so it's kind of like focusing on what you want and what your happiness lies in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. instead of seeing because it's not a copy and paste situation of being like she has that if I have that I'll be happy because again you're not seeing everything that goes along with it do you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like so I think that is the true kind of like happiness when you are it's definitely difficult to be happy for your friends when you're not happy with your own self I think it's impossible yeah because I I think that's and if you are getting you know there's been times loads of times in my life where like be a career fellas whatever like even like say when I was in my last relationship and I would now in hindsight obviously 2020 mm-hmm. but like you see like say you're a single friend and they're like oh my god I'm getting this guy and it's like so exciting and like you'd be kind of like so stupid like she's just going out with these random guys but it's like obviously an insecurity of me because I'm like probably wasn't happy in the relationship so like the relationship wasn't fulfilling me in an exciting or meaningful way and you're trying to justify your relationship by putting down maybe someone else's or 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 someone else's experience or being like you know like oh like you know and like it's really what it is is like you have to kind of get to the root of it of and it is it's really it's a kick in the teeth to be like I'm kind of insecure about this because it's a very vulnerable position to kind of admit any insecurity especially when it's in yourself and how your life is going or how your relationships are going or your expectations upon yourself and you not living up to your own expectations when we see things like on social media like it's okay to not be okay Mm. it's not like it's really not it does it's in society it doesn't really work for you to not be happy to not be it's not okay it's not like a functioning way to kind of exist it's really difficult because I've been there to kind of like try and you know when you're not feeling great and then you don't know what you want because you're so depressed do you know the way so it really doesn't function in this society that we live in right now like I think it's like that term probably comes from like a short-lived thing like it's okay to not feel okay but then take the next step yeah you know what that's I mean what I it's mean. like, like you long have to, term it's not okay it's it's, and it's not a, a functioning thing it's not know? okay to be okay but you have to accept that and acknowledge yeah. it do you know the way you yeah. have to acknowledge like you were saying you were trying to kind of like you know hindsight 2020 now totally. looking back you're like oh I obviously wasn't happy and yeah. fulfilled but you couldn't admit that to yourself yeah. then so mm. I think that's where the saying kind of if you broaden that saying a bit more being like it's not okay to be okay but you need to recognize that in yeah. order to kind of you need move to, it's like on, it's you know? okay to be not be okay but it's okay to not be it's okay to not be okay but it's not like valuable to you or healthy for you to like exist like that long term like you have to seek you know the next you have to seek like what's going to help you kind of move past it yeah be that you know if it's mental health like you know take whatever route you want to go down but if it is just in the sense that like you can't be happy for your friends like your friends are moving on or like this career stuff like you have to acknowledge in yourself you're like okay what is it that I want here you know like say my career I was like right I want to make more money or I want to do this and why do I want to make more money do I want to make more money because it's like a flex and I can feel like less insecure do you know what I mean it's like am I making money for other people yeah it's, it's like is this like because it's an insecurity of mine that I feel inferior to people who I went to college with have the same degree as but I'm making half their wage and why do I think that they would notice that in me? Because like I'm pro- because I'm the insecure one. I'm probably the only one noticing it. Like they see me probably and like or back then, you know, if they ran into me on the street, they're not like, oh, she's a social media assistant. Yeah, they're yeah. not like that because they're yeah. probably secure. You know, I'm presuming. But mm. if they were, if they were uh, secure in their own 
status in work like I've never looked down on you know when I was like grand bopping along being you know doing whatever job I was never looking at the person below me being like <laughs> yeah scoffing yeah, yeah. because yeah I was grand with where I was or because like it's not a competition or again when you are happy and when you are in mm. like a good space you're kind of focused on what's going on yeah. around you you're not kind of like being comparative to like you know your other friends being like well at least I'm making more than her and we went to the same college and yeah. I'm fucking succeeding like I I'm happy where I am right now totally. in my career and relation touch wood but like I'm not looking at say my other old schoolmates being like she doesn't even have a boyfriend oh my exactly God, yeah. you, you know? like, and like if you are and that's a good point as well for like if you feel like one of your friends can't be happy for you like try and not internalize that and become really angry at your friend because yeah you know there's that saying which you know Lindsay and I have had to unfortunately get very close to over the last week or so like what you think of me is none of my business and Mm -hmm. if you're if you do have a close friend who you feel just cannot be happy for you be it puts down your relationship or or you can just feel a tension with because there can be even just that weird tension of like I can't even bring up my fella around you because you get in a huff yeah or like like you don't ask you're looking at my stories you're seeing that I'm doing the shows but you never (laughs) ask me about them there's always those fucking people in that I know me and Evan were talking about this uh uh, it came up we were uh, about something about his stories like he was like it's so weird like people have slid into my dms where I never would have thought half and I'm like it's always the people that you don't think will and that you think will don't I know there's people who like I talk to before and after the show and then it's not acknowledged like people I'm like you know have had in my house have hung out with our kids have hung out and I'm like you've never mentioned that I fucking have this success. I'm doing this and it's kind of like they were here for it at the start like they you know I would have been friendly with them when we started it mm. so it's kind of like they were you know I thought on the journey with you yeah and, and that can happen so much you know it can be happening if you are the girl who gets engaged and you post up on your story I don't know your picture of your fucking engagement ring you know just try and not hone in too much on the people who aren't celebrating you because it's the, their own thing it's their own thing and it can be for a plethora of reasons you know like it can be because they're jealous or it can be because maybe it, their life is not really like you know they mightn't be that happy right maybe now. they don't and want it, attention like if they're yeah. like oh well done on doing that in your career and then they don't want to be like so what are you up to yeah and you're, you're like, like oh, no, i'm just celebrating you thank you yeah notice my or life. like they might have just broken up with their fella you know like if you, yeah. if you you could be like you know say i slide into Lindsay. oh my god congrats on being fucking engaged and you're like how's it going with you and evan i'm like I'm moving out. We're taking some time, but like, and that <laughs> is had a really big fight last week. Because <laughs> like, I think I mean? women can be very like, you know, on pedestal vibes mm. when they are succeeding in relationships or career and they can kind of want everyone to be backing them and the girls being like, oh, the ring is gorgeous. Yeah. Why did he get it? Size Africa. No way. He got it made especially for oh you. Oh my That's God, crazy. I love the teardrop cut or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't so it's sometimes it's just it's not personal and it's not you know about you if your friends aren't celebrating you like you have to kind of let your friends be however they are do you know the way like you can't it's not like they're being a bad friend if they're not kind of it's a weird like gray area though it is because sometimes it can feel a bit like sometimes you're like okay you literally never fucking in any way acknowledge one good thing and if I even bring it up you're like oh god you know like that's fucking annoying too yeah or just like cool yeah that's yeah. great and you're like I think you just have to weigh it up and be like when I think if you're finding it hard to be fr- like as we said if you're finding it hard to be happy like try and look inside yourself and see why that is because there's always a bigger reason or yeah or what is the one thing that you could change that could yeah. like help you kind of click that like say I have a friend who like can be you know she can she's maybe not knowing where she's going or whatever Mm -hmm. and I'll be like this all roots back to finance and your lack of like financial Financial freedom freedom and without that you're not going to move forward so if you fix that one problem then that will soothe the problems of you living at home because Mm -hmm. you can like you know maybe then you could move out and blah 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 so I think that like sometimes I'll kind of be like instead of and you can not even notice like when I was single I think I was like okay I just need a fucking fella yes. any fella 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 <laughs> you'll do grand now I have someone to talk about at brunch yeah but what I wanted I guess was just more structure in my life and yeah. that's not dependable on a fella yeah because like you have to find a, if if 
you know, like you're wanting a relationship, it has to be good, treated well. They have to be on the same level yeah, as you. Like it's literally Goldilocks. So ma- it's the Goldilocks it thing. It's like so many things. Fucking bowl of porridge that's like not sweet enough, not salty enough, not creamy yes. enough. Like you have to literally find a guy. It is mad. You have to find a guy who literally wants the exact same thing as you. Mm-hmm. All of the time And the minute that changes You might break up Because like you, that's the thing You might find the fella And then all of a sudden You're like I really want to get You know move in In the next two years And they're like Oh I'm not share, ever sharing my space And you're like uh, Or they're like okay. Oh I'm travelling babe <laughs> <laughs> How about we raise our children in Bali You're like yeah. Ew god no 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 I'm a home girl Or you could meet a guy And he's like Yeah I'm getting a full face tattoo You know like you never <laughs> yes. know What like you do have to be Or gets really into MMA yeah, and that's his whole fucking life now, and you're up at four with him massaging his fucking sore muscles. I know. Like, like I know. remember, we freaking regretted it as soon as I popped it on the goop episode with the mushrooms. Jimmy was like, "Fucking, that is amazing." I was like, "Just watch it. Let's just enjoy the show. We don't need to yeah. be going off to that place." I was like convinced. I was so hypersensitive because I was like, "I'm not doing the trip with you." I was convinced he was going to be like googling. Yeah, where is that? Do you want it's only two grand. Jimmy oh my is God. so the type I could see on a fucking trip like that. And I was like, Jimmy, I guarantee you'd have a great old trip. <laughs> I'd be having a shit show of a trip. Oh no, you would never Nightmares, have a trip. haunting, climbing the walls. Like, no. And he'd be like, wow, my life makes sense now. I get it. <laughs> he'd be like, my name now is Ubud. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm actually thinking of being a shaman. <laughs> like, can't we just watch Giving an episode up the of the scaffolding? Goop? Yeah. But yeah, I think you'd have back to, piece. Oh my goodness, you would and all. I'd be freaking yeah, doing it. <laughs> but I think it is like you do have to kind of balance in your life. Like, I mean, as a person, if you're happy, you have to kind of maneuver around maybe being a bit more sensitive to your friends who aren't in that same space as you. And you have to, I think. But also still celebrating yourself yeah. and allowing yourself to enjoy your successes. And I think also like going back on the insecurity thing, like just as in you could find it, you could be having you being happy for your friend could point out an insecurity in yourself. If you constantly need the, the like clap on the back or the, the constant celebration from your friends, that can also come from insecurity. If you constantly need to be like, you know, if you're like, my friends aren't celebrating me, they're not celebrating me. It's like, yeah. Why the fuck do you need such a backup from your friends? Like if you are doing something that genuinely does enrich your life or genuinely is yeah. making you happy, like I've, whenever I got a new job that if I was delighted by, I obviously would tell my friends and it's really nice when they're like, oh my God, and congratulations. Yeah. But I don't need a fucking party about it. I don't need to rent a fucking area in Nine Below to have cocktails to celebrate my new job. It's just, it's yeah. not needed because it's just a part of life that's in I'm happy, mind. but I'm also happy that we're, if you're doing well, yeah. it's not a big like, me, 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 yeah. girly. So like, you don't need that. And it, that's also a thing that society has kind of bred into us that we have to feel like we have to celebrate. It's good. It's great, obviously, to celebrate small feats because we don't always all get those big things to celebrate. We don't all get engaged. We don't all buy mm-hmm. houses. So it is really nice that when you do have small things happen to be able to celebrate them, but like also know when to knock it on the head because it's really yeah. annoying when you overdraw the fucking like, I'm celebrating the fact that you chose the paint color for your walls. I know. I can't, like, like, no. Yeah. And I'm still living at home and I can't bear <laughs> My mom won't let me take the fucking Ming and wallpaper off yeah. the walls. <laughs> yeah. How do you... Um, how would you deal with that just to finish if you yeah. were um you know do you think it's are you okay to say stuff like say if you were in a whatsapp group and mm-hmm. you're, one of the girls is engaged and she's literally like anytime there's kind of a lack of attention on her she'll like post in a picture of a possible bridesmaid dress being like girls what do we think do you think there's a way that you can be like sandra shut the fuck how do you manage that i just don't engage yeah i just think that like get engage- just don't give them the engaging is a choice and i think that like of course there's always a bit of a weird thing within us that's always like wants to tell them to shut the fuck up but it's like why also be a cunt you know what I mean it's like and then the drama and then it's just drama and that's also like you like that's also then getting attention on you you know what I mean that's also kind of self-serving in a way because you're like I'm gonna be one to shut this down I just think like if there's someone wrecking your head if be in the whatsapp group I'm quite good at just disengaging and just like my head going off especially if it's a conversation where they're like and then I'm gonna get the dress I'm like oh yeah cool and it is a thing about the female whatsapp group like you'll leave it for four (laughs) hours and you'll be like 143 do none of you bitches do anything I would when that shit happens I literally open it so because I hate seeing them I open it and don't look me too and I just I open it scroll to the bottom and I'm like I will engage when someone sends something like if I haven't caught it at the immediate start, I'm not engaging. Or if I'm not interested, I yeah. won't. No, fuck that shit. Be so, involved, even if yeah, I, I feel like I'm missing like, out a bit. You know, 
just like you have to acknowledge yourself sometimes being like I'm insecure about this you also know like if your friend is moaning on and on about it it says more about them than it does about you they yeah. need some sort of like fucking parade over themselves and for some reason they have an insecurity over like I don't know their inferiority or maybe complex. it's not as good as they're trying to make out and they're exactly. just trying to convince themselves yeah along exactly. With all exactly. the girlies but yeah I think it's a cool topic especially Definitely. now that we like we were saying we have the ability to just view all of our friends mm. old friends like I mean I saw like on Facebook the other week these people I went to church with buying a house five years younger than me I'm like okay oh. <laughs> signing out of Facebook for a little while but like yeah I think it's definitely a good lesson to try and kind of track back why maybe you aren't why maybe when you're seeing these things you're feeling like mm-hmm. inferior or you're feeling a bit deflated so and trying to kind of figure out how you can not feel that way because maybe we'll put up actually go on our Instagram now girls and we'll put up a little question box and you can let us know things that you find hard to be happy about your friends or experiences that you've had in this because I think it's good to share it's good to share and it's all yeah. going to be like yes that's hard or hard if, that your friends didn't celebrate you yes Um. so we will be back next week and talk to you later bye guys bye. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.